Welcome, listeners, to a bumper edition of the Celtic Cast. I am your co-host, Rhys Fisher, and, as always, I am joined by a man who can put away biscuits almost as quickly as he can clear away your Japanese knotweed. He is your friend of mine, Mr Adam Humphreys. What a glowing introduction there. Thank you, Fish, boy. You're very welcome. Um, this week, but the people have demanded uh, certain individuals. They, they place a demand to be delivered. Absolutely. So this week, the guests are in huge demand. Uh, the first, right, he's not a Celtic legend. He's a Valley legend, right? He's, he's a beloved character. He's known by all, but he's been really, really hard to track down. Literally, but we couldn't grow him in for weeks, could we? No, we're working. We've had all our best men on the job. Uh, no joy. Couldn't pin him down. But uh, the reason we couldn't get hold of him is not because his diary was full. True to form, he left his mobile phone on the roof of his car and he drove off, <laughs> as he's done many times. You know who I'm talking about, everyone. Joseph Gwilym Jones. <laughs> so alongside Joseph, uh, we've got our own very own Italian stallion, our very own spicy meatball. Uh, he's a gentle guy, he's a lovable guy, until you put a pool cue in his hand and he starts attacking people in wheelchairs. <laughs> Mr Giovanni Serotto. Yes, uh, fantastic chat together. Like we touched on, it is a bit of a longer episode. You know, we do try and cut it down under the hour usually, but, you know, I think it's worth it this week. You'll agree enjoy. you listen. Yeah, some enjoy, fantastic boys. stories in there. And thank you for the feedback. People have been in touch uh, from up the valley. Sean King has been messaging through the Quinns boys, I really appreciate it. The Vets group is buzzing. The boys are enjoying it. Um, but fair play, sponsors has come knocking the door, Fish. Nicky Tom is our first official sponsor. He's like, I want to be a part of this. Yeah, thank so you, Nick. Nicky, thank you, Nick, boy. But Nicky Tom has got his own uh, little business going. Greener Futures Inc. Limited. Greener Futures Inc. Limited. Nicky Tom. It's all about eco-funding, keeping your homes more energy efficient. Nicky's your man. Get involved. Thank you, Nick. Welcome again, boys, for the latest episode of the Celtic Cast. Very excited this week. We've got two guests. We've been inundated with requests to get these two men on the show today. We have got Mr. Joseph Jones and Mr. Giovanni Sorotto. Welcome, boys. Welcome. Thank you for having us. Welcome Good both, evening. boys. Good evening, boys. We just jumped straight in. Do you want to tell us a little bit about how you first start, uh, started on Celtic? I first started playing rugby. It was a long time before I came to Celtic. Um, I think I was around about nine or ten years of age. Started playing in St Mary's St Patrick's School under the Snowflakes' father. Oh, <laughs> name drop who is he? So we started playing for the school. I played one or two games, and then uh, we stood out. Me and my best friend uh, James Harker, who sadly passed away uh, so many years ago now, and uh, went from there. Started joining my state Welsh. Went on from my state Welsh and joined my state Celtic. And then stayed here from the youth into seniors, and now I'm a team manager of the first team. You've done a bit of coaching as well, haven't you? I remember, I think I was either under 15, 16. Did you coach me for a little bit? Back yes, I uh, tried getting into it, but uh, work uh, got in the way. Yeah, I'd done a little bit of coaching, so uh, yeah, I had a couple of kids, a little bit young, <laughs> so. Uh, Shout out to Louis boys. Louis yeah. Serato. Yeah. Louis boy. So, a couple of kids when I was young and got in the way, unfortunately. So, altered my coaching uh, ability. <laughs> you still yeah, G? Still uh, chipping away? Still chipping away, Ad? So, you're, obviously, we know we've got bad episodes over the last couple of years, but because you potentially could still be playing now. It's a tough it's a tough one uh, when, when an injury kicks you in the balls, like, you know? Yeah, it is. Uh, you're right there. Are we finding uh, watching all that? Because it's frustrating sometimes, isn't it? Streets of shit out of me, but to yeah. be honest, though, I used to enjoy coming down on a Tuesday and Thursday. But after seeing a team runs on a Thursday uh, evening, I knocked us straight on the head. Name names who's, who's cocking up and the back moves on RMD Edge mostly, yeah. uh, you know, drop him in there. But uh, we got a few uh, special talents down here the, uh, this year, so uh, I stopped watching on a Thursday night to be honest. Oh. So I just leave it there and uh, come on a Saturday. You know? I, I know we met me and you are a chat of this regular. We miss a competitive edge, so both me and yourself. Well, obviously, had injuries, but we both in the pool team and we love in the pool, don't we? I got to bring this up, but right? I said I was an easy win. But why did you attack our guy in a wheelchair up before sevens? <laughs> what happened, G? <laughs> what happened, man? Talk to him. It was their fault, didn't it? 
It was their fault, Dad. You know, whoever knows me uh, knows I'm uh, most probably the calmest person you'll ever meet in the entire life. <laughs> we were pricks. But call us, we were pricks to us today. Oh, definitely. So, but, uh, <laughs> well, what happened? I was playing my game, wasn't playing well at all, you know. Uh, and I thought, ah, oh, he's fucking tucked me up here, another bastard. <laughs> so, how am I going to get out of this shot? So, went across the table, come back in, missed my ball, went straight into the pocket. White balls. Me yeah. being a sportsman as it is, you know, being friendly, the guy's yeah. in the wheelchair, you know, with reference. <laughs> I picks the ball out of the pocket. Well, rules are rules, you're not supposed to. <laughs> so he picks the ball out of the pocket, gives it to the player. They're all going mental. Yeah. Been, oh, the four sevens, hey, they love Celtic, as you know. Right, <laughs> yeah. concede a frame, you've oh, lost, man. you've lost. We're all looking around, you what? We just been about, that's the rules, you've oh, lost the frame, man. concede. Right, <laughs> fair enough. Consider frame. Well, anyway, as it goes on, then I lost that frame. Goes into the doubles with uh, Ryan Turner. I was playing I said, in, yeah, yeah, in yeah. the doubles, and then we was playing against a captain who's kicked up the fuss. The chopsy prick, which he was very yeah. chopsy. Who kicked up the fuss about me putting my hand in the pocket and he conceded the frame. So rules <laughs> being rules, he gives away two shots. Yeah. So he, I asked the ref to pick the ball up, the white ball, to put it back, because I wasn't touching the white ball no more. No, once bitten, twice shy, like. Exactly. He goes to me, you can pick that up yourself. Ed's gone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to kill someone, you know. Oh, I know. Oh, it's, we were livid, didn't we, bud? We were livid. You know, you've got to look after yourself. We learned on rugby okay, field, you look after yourself, okay? <laughs> My head's gone. I'm going to kill him. I would nearly add him up against the throat. I guess you, oh, I kicked off, didn't it? Yeah, you tell me you lose it. Pick our white ball up again. I'm out of you. I'm asking the ref, not fucking you, I said. So leave it there now. Yeah. And he's standing in the corner, hoping <laughs> away, and thinking, oh, I'm going to kill him now. Ed had gone just for the listeners Ed had gone I think my head had gone a bit as well yes but we we're still doing well in the league we'd hoping to get up to division one like like you know, without, without first uh, with the rugby I'm, uh, uh, I'm just glad to hear about you both over it not bitter about it uh, it's good to hear well recently i got to be honest they were, uh, I couldn't sleep last week we, uh, we did, must win game last last Wednesday night to give a pool for crying out loud and uh, we lost a game it wasn't, I won my game, uh, but... Uh, oh, I'm all right, Jack, I won my game. It was yeah, the other shit yeah, players. Yeah. Well. <laughs> oh, well, don't worry. Uh, I lost mine, G. Uh, yes, yeah. I, uh, I didn't know that. Didn't get into it last week, but I'm unlucky there. But Geek shot now, OK? You missed this year. <laughs> we go deep into this. <laughs> he put screw back on it. Go on, go on. He's, he's missed this yellow now. I'm thinking, natural angle to come back to play the black. You know, I couldn't sleep for about three hours in it. I took a deep shot. Like, it's what, mad. What's happening? Just to put a bit of context for listeners, this is what it does. When you've got a competitive animal like Gio, it's like it's hard to lose. It's hard to like accept when you're losing games. Like it's, and obviously, we're all getting a kick out of the pool and the boys are loving the darts. The club is thriving. Um, things, things are good down here at the minute. But uh, obviously, rugby, we're not getting that appetite, you know, with the rugby. So we go to pool and darts and exactly. be competitive there. Exactly. Joe? Moving on to you, but right, yeah. you were you were a treble winning uh, player with the youth, didn't you? So, but uh, where, did, yeah, where did you yeah. start, but? Well, I started to be honest. I told I weren't allowed to play rugby, you know, growing up. Um, any impart I could lose my sight. Um, but when I got to fifteen, I watched so many games of rugby, and I just weren't having it basically. Um, so I started playing for my sake Welsh. Um, it was Guthrie got me down there. Um, and it, it was like watching an under Sam's player, like I mean, going down there trying to work out the drills. Yeah, yeah. I was the odd games on the win. Um, and then towards the end of that, so I, I played the odd game, I tried trying to get into it. Uh, and come the end of the season, and it was going into youth rugby, and um, so I decided to come down there, and that's when I first met Gio really properly when they coming down there. Um, and we had the sort of uh, the B3. The oh, beefy, beefy. Right, wasn't it? Shout out to the beefy boys. Yeah. 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 absolutely Yeah. 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 Right? Somebody better shut that door. <laughs> no. Right? 
I wouldn't get up to I wouldn't get up to shut there. Like, <laughs> like, no one would get up for a minute, then he go mental for another five minutes on the door. If someone doesn't shut that freaking door now, I'm really gonna lose it. I'm from the end now, someone shows on and shuts the door. And I don't know if it was stage or I don't know if it was coincident. But every single time that happened, Johnny Q would walk in. <laughs> every, every time. <coughs> and then he'd have a five-minute run to Johnny Q in his face. If you open that door again, you can grab your kick and you can take yourself off home. But uh, uh, even to this day, you're playing under different coaches everywhere. Yeah. The team talk at... Uh, Beefy then. Beefy, 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 beefy as well. Was, uh, Boys, is it yeah. your generation? It's the, the Dyex one? Is that, can you go into Dave, that Dave one? Dave just Dyex. Dave just, just Dyex. Dy- he's like just famous. Dy- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell, just tell you a little <laughs> quick story about uh, Beefy. Uh, training on a Thursday night now in youth rugby. We play a pile on a Saturday. Tanners, you were fucking in. You were starting this weekend. He said, you were in. <laughs> Tanners like, it's oh, thank you. I'm played all year, like, innit? Yeah. You were in. Make sure you got your head on now when this is where you was now. He's pointing at him like, Tanners, you were fucking in. Saturday morning, we come to the club. Tanners now has drunk in two lots of ultimate orange now, right? Oh, down his in. neck. So we're on the bus, like, I'm going down to pile. He's naming out the, t- uh, the team. Tanners! You're on the fucking bench. <laughs> <laughs> so the, we kiss down and out. Tanner's is on the bench. We play the game. Tanner's hasn't got on the pitch. Okay? No way. He didn't get on. <laughs> he didn't get on. Oh, no. We coming oh, back no. to the club now, right? Tanner's now, he's doing press-ups on the bus on his way home. <laughs> he's, he's taking so much of Seltamount Orange. We'd all gone uptown for a couple of drinks then, you know, with all the youth boys now thought we were the kiddies and everything. 12 o'clock at night, Tanners is doing running round town laps at <laughs> Oh, boys. Oh, I never screamed so much in all my time. Like, like just Tanners just running around. But that's the character of Beefy, right? Like, it was oh, incredible. Never forget it, never you forget never, it. Never, never forget it. Boys loved yeah. it. You, you're his name, uh, crop up every swap. The boys loved Beefy, didn't you? Oh, Some definitely. of the stuff, the humour and all that. He had a good way with the players, didn't he? You know, yeah, even yeah, though yeah. he was completely nuts, he had a. He had his way he with had the you had a good way, like in terms of motivation. I mean, you know, once you get over the initial <laughs> terrifying yeah. first time you see our talk, like, is it, it becomes, uh, you know, you get just but, get used uh, to it. But yeah. when you go in the park, you'll want to play for him, like, you want to play for him, yeah, yeah. So, you want to play for you all, obviously, your team, you'll want to play for him as well, like. I played under different thing, but like Embro, very strict, very almost a little bit of a scary element yeah. to him. The same yeah. sort of thing, very good coach. Yeah. yeah, I wanted to perform for him. Yeah. Exactly, yeah, you're spot on there. From there, then, um, I, I second you, friend. I, I, I did actually have an eye operation then from a bump I had, so I missed a lot of the second of you. But then going into the third year, you, friend, was um, uh, obviously the treble winning, treble winning year, you know, uh, and that was a great. Great time, really. In 1999, um, I think it was a district cup, district league cup, and, and the league. Um, and you know, it was just a good group of boys. You know, you look at a <coughs> group of boys that's playing. Uh, yeah, name some Shout them up, boy. You know, you look, you looking at Toby Jugs. You looking at Roger Bay. Looking at Gaff Conshaw. You know, Ant- Anthony Davis from Green Carluke. Um, you know, you had. Owen Gibbons, uh, you had Chopper Early, you had Gumsey, uh, you had Budgie, you know, those are just a forward, and then so you look up wide, you got, you know, you got Grant Empton, you got yeah. Dobsey, uh, Minja, you know, Thomas Southgate used to put a big hit in the middle. Yeah, big hit at South East, shout out to South East, out in Dubai, is he still there? He's still yeah, out there. I hope he's listening, we uh, love South East, he's put a massive hit in, bone crash at South Legend. That's what's hell of a side bed. But AD, AD Thomas, you know, in oh, the orchestrating that, you know, Ryan Lewis and Scamar, uh, I don't want to leave anyone up, but uh, Andrew no. Beta, like, was, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, we had him before he smashed all his uh, shoulders up. Like. Beta's a lucky boy because I remember him being a real solid 10, lovely player. And, yeah, um, yeah, great player. I know I said it on the last podcast about Yayan, but it's not like me being <clears> sentimental, like, oh, Yayan had a bump in his shoulder, but it's true, Yayan was magical. The Betas as well, but he's a real solid player. He, he got a yeah. West Wales cap, but he's, he, I think he did have a West Wales cap. All the way through, he's a like, real solid player. Like, and, same, uh, same can be said about Toby Jugs. Definitely, you know, yeah. We, uh, we, the, the, 
uh, that year we, we beat Pencord is the only game on in Wales because they wanted to keep uh, the international planes that week so all the games record off in Wales but as uh, as a result of that Toby Dugg broke, broke his leg you know That's in right, that, in yeah. our game we won 11 nil. And we missed years then of Toby Jags. You know, he could have been a big impact, yeah, I think, yeah. for the you know, for the club as well. Look at his bloodline, like his right hand. Like dead, loose head. Um, you know, so any injuries, injuries, you know, got a bet on me at times as well, you know, injury yeah. can play a, a massive part in uh, you know. Uh, so I went from there and then uh, went into first year senior. Uh, we won the under twenty ones cup yeah. and Jaden we yeah, up we in against uh, yeah. Clan and in uh my stake. Um I went on then to play for Wales Def. Um we went on to win the World Cup then in two thousand and two. Um, that was out in New Zealand. Oh well tell um, us about that Joe. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So three weeks out there it was. Uh, we beat Australia, New Zealand, and you know, Japan. And then, but England and Scotland didn't go, but we beat them in sort of before and after yeah, we yeah. went. Um, you know, sort of death rugby on, on a world sense is still even now developing, uh, but it's going in the right direction. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the, yeah, I, I had lost some injuries then from the age of 19 at Sartica, which which been on and off really is one of the reasons I, I stopped playing at 27. Um, but uh, I, I I died a slab business going into. <laughs> when, uh, when I, see I got to 27, I back problem. They started doing MMA as well. But I also had died a slab. Uh, was it motto, Joe? How did die a slab work? What was that business? Pretty small. I, 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 I made a lot of cards, died uh, a slab. And I used to give them out on the weekend before. Yeah. So basically, you could buy beer from 11 o'clock at night. Until ten o'clock the next day. Yeah. Right, and I come up with a slogan. Yeah. It was a, uh, don't be a fool, dial a slab. Brilliant. Can I catch you in it? Don't want to catch you in But oh, I, I run into a couple of problems because obviously because I'm deaf, but when I go to bed, it won't have my unit in. Right. Oh. So I wake up. I don't ten missed calls. I'm thinking, right? I can't go. That's about 200 quid down the swan end. Right? So right, I, I come up with a method. Right? And what I did, right, I sell a tape by telephone to my arm. Right? And I go around about 20 times then. Right? So when I go to bed then, I go off, I wake up, I'm laughing on, I say, tell this lad. I agree. Uh, oh, you're off it, but I, I, I done uh, it for about I, I, I done it for about ten weeks. I was oh, making it. a couple of hundred quid a week, <laughs> but then I working in a week and not and we got drinking most of my profit away. Uh, so kind of kind of went. Uh, I kind of went away, like, but I could restart it at any time, right? Like, uh, exactly, it's your market there. It's all there. Business plan is there, like, today. Any business cards left? No, no, I, well, I, I looked at other businesses. I, I did, like, around, um, around about the same time, I was looking to buy a donut store. Because I used to go to Ben Jones's farmer's market. On the olives. On the olives. Yeah. I'd look into there'd be no, like, um, donuts. So I looked into all the, uh, all the equipment and stuff, and it was about 1,500 quid. And you can't get these things. You inject jam and cream okay. and into a donut. I thought it was a revelation. <laughs> so I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call it donuts. Oh yeah. Right. And, nice. and, and guess what the slogan was? <laughs> Go on, Joe. Don't be a fool. Buy a donut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boys. <laughs> Work, works with anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're off red, but there we are. Boys, we oh, have got set questions, right? But as you listen to we we go we going off a cuff, yeah. We will try and stick to it, but let's just enjoy the moment, yeah. you know. This is why, like, this is off the chain. But um, you both mentioned players from the past. If we could bring one player back, uh, Geo, an ex Celt, or someone might be transferred somewhere else or retired, who would you bring back to the club if you could, but? There's uh, one person that sticks out in mind uh, for me. He's, he wasn't an actual player, but he was a club man. He's, he had to move out to, um, I think his parents moved to Spain, I think is what she's there at the moment. Stephen Hawker for me. Oh, why? Oh, oh, club legend. Hell of a try scoring record. Oh, 100%, 100% try scoring record. 100% conversions, 100% <laughs> uh, try scorer. Yeah, just a club legend, really. I think we really, really do miss him in the club, like. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
His knowledge about rugby is, oh, in, crazy. is next to nothing. You shouldn't even be the Canadian team. Exactly. And the subs. And the subs. Yeah. Well, it used to be great because teams used to come from away, yeah. come into the club, and he's there with all his programmes and everything. And he used to have a bet then. I bet you to the other team and the opposition. I bet you you could name this team, say South Africa. <coughs> yeah. 86. No, we can't. <laughs> Steve! <laughs> So after 86, he'll name the full team when he scored, yeah, what yeah. time they scored. Yeah, just a proper club man. David yeah. Campisi through and through. He'd be running down the line and training and whatever on his little own. Campisi's down the line, he steps like one. And he's commentating <laughs> a try that David Campisi scored like. Word so, for word. Yeah, word for word. You're a spot yeah. on there, Joe. And uh, he's a type of player, or not player, but yeah, person man, I'd yeah. love to... Yeah. Uh, Bring back to the club for me personally. We miss maybe if there's one player now to improve outside. I think yeah. at the moment, current. If I'm gonna put my manager's head on, I bring back uh, Mathuaris. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I just <coughs> just think he's got a little bit about him, and uh, yeah, he bring. We got Thomas George at the moment standing at yeah. ten with Scott as well, another old head, and Matthew can play 10, 12, 15, You know, we're always uh, looking at Swedes. Yeah, play of the year, the year he left, and exactly. Uh, I talented boy. Yeah. yeah, very talented. Wish him all the best at the Queens because yeah. uh, like fair play to Matthew, what's good about it? He always dip in down. He had to come have a, have a swig with the boys and do for mm-hmm. So it's nice. It's nice. That's what's good about our club, I think. Boys, it's like you can leave, but you're always welcome. Like Guff, Molly, stupid Steve, Matthew Harris. Loads yeah. of boys come down. Yeah, it's nice, like an you know? yeah. yeah. So he's the one player I'd bring back as a player, but if it was a person I could bring back, it'd be Steve Morgan. Joe, what were you? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, there's a few players that spin some mind to be honest. You know, I don't know if people remember, but Anthony Davis back in, um, you know, he played two years for us in youth. Uh, fair play to him, he's a one-man club. He went to Glen Carlog and he stayed up there um, all his time. I think he's doing MMA, I think, at the minute. But, um, you know, he, he was a real physically strong... Did really he play with Tom Mowry in the Premier? Yeah, he might have done, yeah. yeah I think he what? went with Dan Arby and Luke, and I think yeah, yeah. he sort of uh, But, um, you know, really nice guy as well. Um, I mean, watching, we well, playing in the, the last Betts game, Aidy Thomas, oh, you know, like, yeah, he, he showed his worth, I think, out there. Yeah. I think, you know, even though he's 40, but Luke Richards can still, you know... He's your best mate, Joe, you can't go name dropping your best mate. I know, but yeah, i, I got to drop him in there somewhere, somewhere <laughs> like, but, you know, I, in terms of bringing players into the yeah, game, I know his pace and his... Well, is going by, you know, by, by the minute, but... Um, oh, Luke's great, he stepped in his shirt for us to help us out as well, haven't he? He's been yeah, 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 a fabulous yeah. player, Luke. You know, and he knows it, like, you're famous, yeah, But the one last player, uh, name-dropping again, because he's, he's a mate, and I don't think we saw the best of him, it was Dobsey. I yeah. think he came up in the first podcast, possibly, yeah, I think, but, uh, uh, you know, absolute dream of a player, you know, back back in his early senior days and... Uh, Spot on, And you've seen... Right, boys, uh, onto the next one here we got. So, what is the single best thing you've done on a rugby field? So, it could be a piece of skill, tackle, try. It could be sort of for the moment, for the match, or it can just be like the individual, the standalone skill. Uh, for me, it was when I was uh, carrying a little bit less weight, to be honest with you. Boys. I think must have been around about 13 then. Yeah. Um, I was <laughs> playing for Meistig Welsh at the time. Uh, we entered uh, 37s, we did. And uh, we got to the final and we were playing Clashley Wanderers. Well, it was a big, massive uh, game. They hadn't lost, we hadn't lost. We were very, very good. Uh, my stick Welsh team, we were a really, really good team. So we met each other in the final. Well, Phil Bennettson was playing uh, in the final for Clashley Wanderers. Well, anyway, and he was ripping it up all tournament and we were in a different pool. and with, uh, So we got to the final playing against them and uh, I'm not sure I think we just scored or something and well anyway they kicked off again I catch the ball so I'm running down the wing now okay I had a little bit more pace about me then <laughs> only a little bit but nothing much I sidesteps one player bang sidestepped him I think he's in touch somewhere looks still looking for me <laughs> so it carries on going now I could see Phil Bennett and now lining me up to smash me bang sidesteps him again 
as I'm sidestepping, he's falling over, and I goes yeah. to him, see you later, alligator. <laughs> <laughs> and scores yeah. under the sticks, and oh, nice. that's one of my uh, greatest moments, <coughs> to be honest. Now. Oh, I'm living in the past now with this, stuff, but um, uh, more, of a, more of a team thing, but uh, a personal thing as well. I think I go back to our game against uh, Penn Code in 1999 uh, when we beat them um, uh, 11. They had uh, an under 21s uh, prop playing for them, even though he was under 19s uh, youth. Yeah, well, Thomas Snellgrove, I think. Oh, I know Snellgrove, yeah, expert gen. Uh, lovely guy. Yeah, but strong. I didn't know him at the time. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I don't know what he was. Wherever he was on our pitch, I was there. And it wasn't deliberate. And you know, on some days, your timing is there in the tackle. Yeah. And even though he's a big guy, on some days, the timing is there. I was able to hit him back a few times. Nice. Um, and I think every scrum, Roger by and Gaff was like licking his face. Um, <laughs> licking his face, every scrum, he'd come up with a sliver all over his face. Um, and the passes of play that they had a top pair of these main ball car, yeah. And he comes straight for me and talked about timing. I hit him, picked one leg up and took him back to where he caught the ball. Nice. But the referee then said I wasn't 10 metres. I got straight back up, run back 10 metres backward, and I give him a ball again and then he comes straight for me. I'd done exactly the same thing. Like he ended up yeah. dropping the ball. Uh, I, I don't know what came over me or Jenny, but I grabbed a bit of mud. Rubbed in this face and I said, this is for you. <laughs> <laughs> so I, between the, the saliva and the mud and, and, and people knocking him everywhere, we sort of uh, terrorised him a little bit. But in all fairness, I spoke to him in the bar after. I spoke to him in Bridgen since and uh, I thought he might be a bit of needle, but no, he, he's, he's a nice lad. He took it, you know, he took it with the spirit of, of things. Yeah, right. Enjoy the, uh, the send-off. See you later, alligator. Instead of mud in the face. <laughs> what are you thinking of a Joe you'd have a grab? Story come up in Arthur's uh as would be Lee Arthur's uh podcast about Ed Gunnick the chip off you. Yes. And when that's a <laughs> strong chip it was um it was noodles with um oyster sauce. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very uh, specific enough was said about that. I love Ed Gunn to bits. Uh but for for those t- three minutes I wanted him to die. <laughs> <laughs> I, actually, I love oh, it. Uh, and every other time, for uh, those three minutes, you know, you don't touch my food. No. And, you no. know, I lost my unit on a holiday, so <laughs> no, the only thing know. I had to live for was sun, food, and beer. And I went to get the beer out of the fridge, and he's standing there with my noodle <laughs> on the fork. <laughs> and I, I, I was quite calm. He's been living and I, I And I explained there, and I said, look, mate, if you don't put that down, <laughs> shit is going to go down. Right? Uh, and his response to that, he turned the fork around and flicked my food <laughs> over oh, me. I chased him around the block. Uh, I threw him onto the bed. I got full mount. <laughs> and I, and I, no, I give him a, I give him a couple. Yes, I, Fuzzy that was there, rugby talker, come on, I give, I give Edgar a cut, I said, but... I give you a coach, but don't do all again. Mate. No, don't do all again. Mate. Oh, it's a great story, isn't it? It's a superb story. I feel bad going to get a straight list uh, question now, right? Because you can't top that. But the question would have been: We love you, Grub. But where's the best post-match feed you've had? Oh, anything's better than uh, cobs, yeah. sausage chips. I think <laughs> last week. So uh, I can tell you the worst place I've ever had food. Altwen. All right. Yeah, yeah. Well. God knows what it's supposed to be, but it's supposed to be chilli and rice. I don't know what it was, to be honest with you. Like mung beans and chips, I think it was, to be honest Yeah, it was absolutely terrible. So that's the worst place. Anything special you can think of, or should we just... Uh, well, no, to be honest, it was, um, it's not really what I've had at the club, but it's what I had after, after my like 500,000 comebacks to try <laughs> to play rugby. <laughs> I, um, uh, it was only a few years ago, that I think it was about... 28, 29, but um, I I went to work, and I come here and I went training, so I I, I finished training at eight o'clock. The last time I ate it was twenty past twelve. I tried eating food. Yeah. I got to go and have food, right? Now at the time I had a, what's called a special spoon, right? Yeah. And a special spoon I had, right? It was like the perfect whip to push my my mouth out wide. Yeah. And it was the perfect length. 
they would go down to the back of my but without being too uncomfortable. Right? So I called it a special spoon, right? The first year I had only used it twice. And the second time I had only used it once. So it'd be like the eclipse. It would only come out. <laughs> it would only it would only come out. It would only come out when there is a particular level of yeah. happiness. Yeah. Right? And, and this this was the time. Yeah. Right? So I uh, left training, went straight to Montage. They ordered chips, rice, and Sri Lanka. We had Sri Lanka with la- mixed lamb and chicken. Oh, nice. Right? So I took it straight to the back to the house, chucked it all on a plate. So basically, this spoon, you can finish our meal in four to five spoons. That's the level that we right? So um, I went in, first mouthful, the very first mouthful, went straight down, Again, I'm quite, I was quite experienced with using a spoon, right? But first mouthful went down, a bit of lamb, bypassed the chewing bit and went straight down my throat, right? So I couldn't breathe. I started choking, right? So I'm, I'm on my... I'm on my... <laughs> I'm on my own in the house and I'm choking, right? So don't worry thought, right? So, right, I go to the sink, I drink water and it'll, it'll go down, right? But what happened was, I went to the sink Drunk water and I started drowning because the water, <laughs> the water, 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 the, the, the kind of yeah, quite hot. So I'm drumming and choking and I'm burning all at the same time. And, but I still didn't rectify the problem and just stuck laughing. Yeah. So I started just banging my chest to try and move it, no joy. So I was in the kitchen and I was running into walls. Running, <laughs> running into walls, jumping backwards into walls. To try and, you don't know when someone gives you the stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to do it myself using walls. Obviously, I'm genius. So then I, I'm now choking, jumping, burning, and I'm out of breath. So, I, to be honest, I was about to die. I mean, I got nothing left in it, I was done with it. So I ran two fingers in down my throat and I moved it a tiny bit, one go down, but I moved it. So I had a little bit of air, so I was like, no, a tiny bit of yeah, air, right? Yeah. And then soon as I, yes, no. I swallow saliva, block back up, running into walls again, <laughs> trying to push it down, right? So I had to do that concept, it lasted 40 minutes. Never. <laughs> Never. Right? So shit yourself. So, oh, terrifying. So I, 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 I managed to move it. I cried. <laughs> I, I cried. I absolutely, I chucked the food away. Right? I chucked the special spoon out. <laughs> Right, but to be honest, that special spoon got me through some hard time. <laughs> right. So I, 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 I got Me the spoon back. Uh, I got the spoon back, times. right? And I kept it for a couple of days. But you know, I, I, I don't want to sound disrespectful to people who got PTSD. But every time I looked at it, it, it was making me like upset. So it went. And oh, that spoon, is, that, that spoon is no more. But <laughs> the story, Joe, oh, that is. How do you follow that, boys? <laughs> He's going to end up here fishing. I'm gone now. Probably an apt next question after that story. Uh, Lucis Cannon, boys. G, starts off. I got a. Um, <laughs> I got a fair way of uh, Lucis Cannons uh, over the years. More recent uh, Lucis Cannons in our club. I think uh, Smurf is after a drink. He is something special. Up, boys. Three weeks on a bounce. Smurf you mentioned. It's, well, latest one for me. It was. Um, I think it might have been New Year's Day, I think it was, uh, in the club. This week, New Year's Day. Yeah, I think it was New Year's Day. And he's had his pants wrapped around his head, his top was off. So I'm walking through the bar, he tries bear-hugging me. Smith, what are you doing? He says, oh, just bear-hugging you, don't stop making a scene. I was like, I'm just walking to the bar now, so I'm trying to move him. Gee, stop making a scene and everything. Right, let me get out there, yeah, not on the same wavelength as you, Smurf, but, but, yeah. Uh, 
Cody John is another oh. one. Oh, Wednesday nights, he is, he is really loose. He is very special. So for the listeners, Wednesday nights being pool nights. Yeah, pool nights, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. For the listeners, he's, he's playing shots like I, and he's telling uh, his uh, opponent, I've got my fucking eye in now, but I can't see what I'm another fucking shot. And he goes missing, and he misses a shot and things like that. I'm like, you can't go saying things like that. Missing. Have we got a bleep machine, Fish? Can we bleep a word? It's a C word, right? So we'll find a word. We try to avoid a C word, yeah. What he d- said, classic word of the day. Playing him, gets down. He looks at us. So we all obviously egging him on, a bit of moral support. He looks mm. at you. Don't worry, I'm so I've got this. C-U-N-T on toast. And the pool is real serious, like, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, the yeah. room is just like, as if, you know, a fart in the room, like, is, uh, he's, a wild boy. he's a wild boy. Wild, wild, so. But, uh, yeah, the loosest cannons in my eyes, who I've grown up with, are Guff. I'm very, surprised it's taken this long for Guff to be very, very loose. Manger, very, very loose. Uh... Yeah, those two I think in my eyes are the loosest. Guff used to live next to uh, next to me. I can tell her one or two stories. So, one with Guff. Just to be sure now if I'm PG rated stories, okay? Yeah, they are PG rated. Uh, it was Saturday night, it was. It was snowing and everything. And uh, I was sitting in the house, me, my wife, two kids. Next thing you know, boosh, my whole house shakes. I thought, somebody's blew up my house. I honest God, it's the loudest bang I've ever heard in all my entire life. Looks out to the window, I could see them all running back over. Guff used to live opposite me, in through Guff's house. My house now is still shaking at this time, right? Royal. The Royal, yeah. So I guess out now, my missus is like, what's happened here, what's happened? I'm going to sort it now, love. Goes across to Guff's house, slams the door open, they're all uh, uh, pretending to sleep. <laughs> I fucking kill her all of you. I said, you just blew my bastard house up. <laughs> Guff looks up like a... I don't know what you're talking about. So it goes back across the house. Ten minutes goes by. You've cooled down by us now, and it? Yeah. Goes back over to Guff's house. Walks through the door. They all just burst out laughing. And Guff says, gee... I wasn't meant for you at house. <laughs> <laughs> he had a rocket. I thought he'd back, brought back from Afghanistan or something. <laughs> he put it on YouTube and you had to see it. It just blew my house up. Crazy, crazy man. He is very, very loose. Um, another one in with Minja. Uh, it was about four or five in the morning and uh, my son, Louie, he uh, wakes me up. Dad. There's a lot of cars outside beeping. No, it's not sudden, go back to sleep. No, have a little look. So out from my bedroom window now, I could see now, Manger, it's about four in the morning, cars either side. He's in the middle of the road, ironing, bollock naked. Four in the morning. Four in the morning. <laughs> what are they doing out there? Son, don't worry about him, just go back to sleep. <laughs> yeah, so... I think those are the two loosest yeah, carnals yeah, that I know. Very, very loose for me. Uh, Joe, do you want to tell us a little bit about uh, your loosest carnal members? Loosest carnal? Uh, for me, it's four spins to mind from, uh, you know, from the area that you are. I think Spencer. Oh, believe you know, me. You can't get past yes. Spencer. Yes. You know, uh, chopper ladies. Yes. You know, when you look back, it was completely off the wall. No limits uh, at all. Like, no it? limits at all. Minja, I was going to say Minja, and then you got Guff. Most of my one, I mean, uh, you know, the only suitable uh, one I can say about really was uh, Guff again, really, that um, I was cluing up in, um, what's the nightclub called now? The fluid. Fluid. I was cluing up in Fluid waiting to go in. And um, I seen this guy naked from nine o'clock in the evening running from town. Right? And as he got closer, I realised it was Gaff. Right? But then there was a police by the uh, arcade. He yeah. parked up and he couldn't see the police. So I was like, ah, Gaff, turn round, please, Blair. But obviously he couldn't hear me. He got to the roundabout, he saw the police. He went round the roundabout just be driving the car. Right? He ran round the roundabout. <laughs> Went back up the road and hid underneath like uh, a jeep or something. Please turn round, missed him. Like, oh, that's loose, isn't it? 
Yes. And going to, but those four will always... Uh, you were going to have eyes on a barking random now, like. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Boys, um, next question is Tales from Tua, right? Uh, shout out to Master oh, Peter, sent us in a question earlier today, and it was the same question for Joe. Talk us through the time when he chased his urinate on the beach in Australia. Who said that in Andrew Peter? Matthew Peter. Matthew Peter, <laughs> all right. Um, there's not much to say, really. But, um, there's a lot to say, Joe. <laughs> so basically, I was in a place called Byron Bay. <laughs> So I was travelling up and down the uh, east coast and I got to Byron Bay uh, and on the way, I, I went out there on my own, but on the way I met two mates, I made two mates from uh, London uh, and obviously when you when you travelling you drink every day yeah. and you sort of get into that sort of routine of waking up, finding a pub, going down the beach. Um, so I said, uh, we woke up, I said, look, we can do something constructive today now before we have a beer. Yeah. Right? And we're going to go ahead and surfboards. And we we don't have a go at surfing. We're in Australia. Let's let's go and do it, innit? So went down the beach. Quite peculiar. Really. You know, there were several hundred people on the beach. Yeah. But no one in the sea, right? <laughs> and I I only come back to me later. Why you know, right? So uh, I said, right, guys, I'm off. You need off. And in into the sea I went. Right. After about thirty seconds, I realised why there's no one in the sea. The waves, like, were bigger than houses. Oh, yeah. right? <laughs> and all I do, it was absolutely, you know, like I say I took my unit out. After about six seconds, I lost my lenses, oh, yeah. right? So I couldn't see or hear anything I see. And the waves were coming over me and then dragging me out further. Oh, so before you know it, I couldn't see the sun, right? So I'm here now, so I'm on my surfboard getting beaten up like a washing machine in like a routine. Wave <laughs> come down, it's me on the head, board would hit me on the head. I'd be underwater thinking, I'm not going to make this. And then my head would pop up from nowhere, and then another wave. So I thought, I've got to swim out further than the waves now to have a break. So I swim out further than the waves, and, you know, after getting beaten up several more times, I got further than the waves, and I sat on my surfboard, I think, and... Oh, this is rough. I'm not quite sure what to do here now, right? Um, I go in my head now, I'm thinking, right, Australia, and even though they are big waves, Australia loves waves, surfing, they'd be in the air, wouldn't they? So in my head now, I'm thinking, sharks. <laughs> I, I'm the only idiot in this sea. Why is that? Sharks. So I just start going hell for leather now to try and get back into the into the sand, they've <coughs> come over, beating me up, pulling me further, going in, pulling me up, and it was a routine there, like a smack in the head by the surfboard, and I kept going, I was in there for two hours trying to get out, <laughs> right? I was in there for over two hours trying to get out, right, now, I don't know if you've seen a scene from Beach, when he makes it to the beach, and just claps, yeah. oh, yeah. 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 so I got to the beach, I undetached the surfboard and I rented off 40 quid. I, I chucked down the sea. It's gone, right? <laughs> I clapped, I clapped onto the sand. I just lay there for ages. I couldn't move. I couldn't, I was physically yeah, done in, like to me. So I thought, right, okay, I need to go and get units in because I can't see or hear anything. But I didn't know what part of the beach oh, I turned wow. up on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously I'm looking for my two mates from London. But I can't see people's faces, oh, right? So I'm going up to people now, and I'm thinking, oh, that's him. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm touching their faces now, right? Oh, no way. And then realising, realising <laughs> that it's not them. I run off, I think, oh, oh that's him. No, they must have thought they special needs or something. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I'm going up, to, and that went on for another hour. Right. My partner, uh, uh, name was Arben Joey, um, uh, they, they, they saw me in the distance and said, there he is over there, why is he touching everyone up? <laughs> and one of them said to me, right, go and get him, for Christ's sake, go and get him now. And uh, uh, it was, uh, Joey had come up to me and he was like, uh, it was like a hem's open down there, oh, oh, you know. Hugging him and I there, like, and he basically carried me and back to I was exhausted. I, I was gone, my head was gone, physically I was gone. So I said, like, in my unit, in my bag, I got to have some kind of communication. Yeah. So I put my hand, I dropped my, I dropped my unit, and then I picked up my unit, and, and went to shove it in. 
<laughs> and all of a sudden, my dear Nick jumped out of my hand <laughs> <laughs> and threw a loop to loop on the beach. <laughs> right? Now, I'm so exhausted, I'm so mentally exhausted, so physically exhausted. I genuinely believed that my unit was running around the beach. So I went after it. I went after it. And I jumped on my back using a cockney accent. Will you leave it alone, mate? It's a cramp for Christ's sake. <laughs> uh, yeah. Obviously, we had that question for you. I think it's going to be a good one for you, G. Hoff, uh, Tom Marshall. Shout out to Tom, boys. Tom. Tom. Nice to see him back up here sometimes. Yes, maybe. yes. Uh, so, if you were to host a meal for four other Celts, who would it be? Why and what would you cook? I'm expecting big gurgies coming from the from the Oh, right. Oh, good question, Tom. I I tell you what I'd make straight away, yeah, and then I'd uh, add the people in why you'd have them around the table. Yeah, yeah. I'd uh, make uh, pochetta to start. Oh, I love my tomatoes. Nice, yeah. Uh, yeah, a little bit of garlic, a little bit of uh, Italian man myself, you know, <laughs> and a little bit of basil. Main. I think it would be the famous pasta bake where the boys know I uh, brought down last week where me and my mother makes apps. We brought it down last summer, I think it was, and it went down. Before I could have a plate, it went round everyone in the club and it's gone. What is it, Jay? Talk me through it, I didn't have any. Oh, Reese, I can't tell you the recipe, but I'd have to kill you. It's uh, old mama's recipe, to be honest with you. So I can't tell you, but you've got to try it. It's nice. It'll be down again this summer, and you've got to try it. Make sure let me know. Yeah, we, I shall do. Do we have to wait till summer? Uh, so I could, I'm sure I could send one over to you. I'm going to a special spoon for him. Yeah, yeah I, that's gone now. I'm that's sure. gone. <laughs> that special spoon's not coming. And then for dessert, I would definitely, definitely chocolate fondant. Oh, that's right up my street. Oh, yes, that's nice. right up my street, that is. So those are the thing. Uh, the people I'd sit down and have food with, uh, it's an odd one. It'd have to be George Jones. Because he loves his grub and some of the story he'd get us through the night <coughs> and it wouldn't be, you know those awkward moments sometimes you get on a meal? Yeah. yeah. You've never ever had one with Joe Jones, <laughs> like he'd bring up a story just out of nothing after he's killed you with his fork and things like that. And, uh, chasing you around the room if you took a little bit of his tomato or whatever. I'd have to say my wife. Oh, nice. Yeah, I better, <laughs> uh, I better make sure that I uh, see. My yeah, my wife would definitely be there. I'm not sure that I think I would be about it. Yeah, I think George uh, Jones and my wife. I think uh, it would be entertainment all uh, all year round. It wouldn't be four people. It would definitely be those two. I think because Joe's one of my closest mates. He was going to be my best man. So yeah, if we could rerun that. It'd be Joe and my uh, wife. Very nice. Thanks again, Tom. Good question, boys. Yeah. Lovely question. So, yeah, keep coming in. So, boys, you've played with some great players over the years. But how great is the egg? Any words on it, Joe? Played with the. Well, you are. Park was three minutes, so we had him better, Dom. I'm not going to say a bad word about egg. Uh, he's. Uh, He's someone that every club needs. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You know, and he, he brings uh, an atmosphere to the club. He doesn't take himself too seriously. Uh, you know, I mean, passing is questionable. Yeah. Uh, but you know, he he he. I I would say he's a good leader actually when he's out on the pitch and he chops his fucking gets in people's faces and he yeah, gets yeah. people up for games. Starts you know? some fights, doesn't he? Starts um, some fights. Come through. Finishes never, never finished one, but uh, yeah. No, the, oh, we'd have the, the egg. The first game, the first second game, I come back. He he scored a lovely little try. Uh, yeah, he does actually do some good stuff. I think he does get a bit of confidence, I think, sometimes, right? But how great is he, G? How great Where's is he? Where does he rank, G? You know, we've got some great names down here. Where does Edgar rank alongside the Pantheon, a great Celtic name? Good word, Pantheon. Uh, Reese, if I'm honest with you, I think he'd be ranked not far off the bottom because uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be horrible to the guy on a thing. We cut that there. Yeah, once you were, you know, you were supposed to be a specialised nine for the, uh, for the seconds and then uh, and Ucker Guff again <coughs> comes in and starts nine before you. He played Ucker all his life, never played, and then uh, he's starting before you, so... Uh, Gee, do you think maybe the only reason <coughs> Guff did that was to stick a boot in the Oh, definitely he was, and uh, Guff always fancied himself as a nine or a ten, and he... You know, he's always got the skills but there. He, but he's practiced his kicking more than the average throw in. It's definitely. <laughs> you're, you're spot on, Edge. Eh, he has to be a nine to run Guff system. Yeah, Guff system. But uh, yeah, 
Edgar, me, for me personally, Edgar is a person who got to love. He's, he's the heart and soul of the club. He is, yeah. Absolutely. He comes in, he don't care what he says to anybody, he can get away with it. Honestly, he's the heart and he's soul. A, he's one of million. For my man. eyes, anyway. I've gone on many of tours and things like that, and uh, with Nathan, some good, some bad, and uh, <laughs> yes, he's the heart and soul of our club, to be honest. They, I'd... Uh, but where we rank in my scrum half side, like I say, you won't be to the top end. <laughs> with ex- especially with his dive pass. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And the egg swivel. And the egg Yeah. Moving on, boys, we're gonna go for the quick fire, yeah? but yeah. we're gonna freshen it up a bit, right? So you are prepared for this. So we'll go with Geo first. Some like uh, questions are tailored to the individual. See? So quick fire round. Same as before, Messi or Ronaldo? Ronaldo. Quinns or Nanti? Quinns. Dragon House or Old House? Old House. Lambert Arms or Guff's Kitchen? <laughs> Guff's Kitchen. <laughs> Dean Ronan or Gavin Ronan? Gavin. Gavin Randy or our beloved Mandy? Mandy, who takes the photos? Oh, Mandy. 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 Shout out Mandy. One for her, Cheesecake or Victoria Sponge? I'm a cheesecake man. Taking a tour now. Newcastle or Benidorm? Newcastle. Shout. Jonah Lumo Rugby or Rugby 08? Jonah Lumo. Canterbury or Under Armour? Canterbury. Alison or Tatchell? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, G. Fight <laughs> <Right> it. <there. laughs> He's laughing. Yeah, Tatchell! <laughs> right. You both party boys. Is it this beef here? La America or Escape? Escape. Lasagna or carbonara? Lasagna. Pepsi Max or Coke Zero? Coke Zero. Maxi's Crown or Ralph's Royal Oak? Oh, Ralph's Royal Oak. Lovely G. Right, same in for you and Joe. Messi or Ronaldo? Ronaldo. Quinns or Nanti? Quinns. Dragon House or the Old House? Old House. Lambert Arms or Guff's Kitchen? Guff's Kitchen. Dean Ronan or Gavin Ronan? Dean Ronan. Gavin Randy or our beloved Mandy Bolton? Our beloved Man- Mandy. Uh, cheesecake or Victoria Sponge? Cheesecake. Newcastle or Benidorm? Newcastle. Jonah Loomer Rugby or Rugby Jonah Loomer Rugby. Oof, straight in. Canterbury or Under Armour? Canterbury. Alison or Tatchell? What's that mean? Sorry. I prefer that answer anyway. La America or Escape? La America. Pepsi Max or Coke Zero? Coke Zero. Maxi's Crown or Ralph's Royal Oak? Ralph Royal Oak. Yeah, thank you, boys. One for you, Joe. We do Crystal Palace, Cantonese, or the Latrage Indian? Uh, Crystal Palace based on uh, crispy beef. Perfect. Bring back Crystal Palace, boys. Yes. Why don't you just give it to the liquid lounge? You want to be like. I know. Bring yeah. Crystal Palace back. Oh, Right, boys, on to the main event. So we're on to our best Celtic 15. Well, boys have been picking benches. It's up to you whether you want to do that. Of, obviously, this is of players you played with and why. G, do you want to start us off? Which way are we starting, uh, Reese? Uh, backs or forwards? Uh, backs, please, bud. Backs. So uh, I'm going to go from 15 to 9, OK? Oh, our decision uh, for me, to be honest, I've played with a lot, a lot of players over the years uh, down at Celtic. And for me to come up with the best... 15 that I've played with it was really hard it's gone back and forth for a few weeks now and yeah. I've really struggled to pick this team so uh, I'm going to go with 15 I'm going to go with Jason Goodridge very very good player when he's uh, yeah very quick good player nice set of hands uh, sidestep was tremendous so he would be my 15 I played a lot with him Missing out just for there in 15th position was Leighton Thomas, which how we didn't get into my team, I just don't know. But he just misses out. 14 would be Nathan Davis. Uh, he's very, very good centre. I need, I couldn't get him into the centre, but I needed him to be in my team because very, very quick. Uh, I wouldn't say he was blessed with the best hands in the world. Powerful, your G. But extremely strong and very, very good. Good a Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then my other winger would be Greg Davis. 
I can remember one of uh, coming through the um, into the first team, and one of our moves was give the ball to Greg, <laughs> and he'd run around everyone and score. Shout so, out to Greg's car place. Yeah, yeah. Car, 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 yeah. Will he'll be getting every team he's played in? Uh, to be honest, though, whoever's coming on his podcast who's played them, he'll be most probably the first name on the sheet. To be honest, though, and then sec- the other centre to play with him would be Andy Narbeth. Nice. Uh, yeah, Narbeth. Defensive monster, wouldn't he? Oh, he put his head in places where nobody else would put him in. Yeah. He'd tackle with his head if he could. Honestly, <laughs> he is absolutely. Tremendous player for me, uh, just solid, solid bloke. Like a nice off the field when he's on the field, animal. Liverpool fan as well. Yeah, you know, gotta get him, gotta get the stars in his arms up. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah, he'd be ten. I had a, oh, I had two choices of ten, which I've f- gone back and forth with. Three choices really: Dobzy, uh, Damian Keogh, and Paul Aris. So I've got when I narrowed it all down and I've looked at my team, I've gone with Paul Harris. Yeah, just controlled things a little bit more yeah. than the other two f- for me. Like it's kicking out the van, it's passing, uh, aggressive tackler. So yeah, he was my uh, my ten. Nine, like you said, has been uh, I played with a few, few very, very good nines uh, in the club. Uh, Johnny Kill, very, very good player. Uh, Michael Theo. <coughs> Very, very, very good player. He had, uh, I think, he had a Welsh youth camp. I think Michael Keogh yeah, did. Yeah, Michael. I yeah, think he mentioned Lee Steve, didn't he? Yeah, I think so. Very good player. Uh, Viv Price. Yeah, Viv. Yeah. Most rugby, one of the fittest rugby players I've ever played. Intense, with. isn't he? Real t- yeah. intense. Yeah, but my nine I've gone with is Chico Hopkins. Thanks. Absolutely, just an animal, really. It was, we didn't have the strongest scrum men. And he always used to pick up and make yards. Absolutely very, very strong player. So he was my nine. And that's my Celtic backs. Gio, you've been down here for nigh on 20 years, but you must have played with some monsters in time in the pack. What's the pack looking like? But I'm really interested. What are we, what are we going for? Well, I'd, uh, to be honest with you, I could have picked from a number of people I've played with, a lot of, a lot of boys uh, over the years. Some old heads, some young heads coming through as well. So, yeah, I've... Gone with a packer I thought which balanced itself out and um, and a pack I could have picked which could have been very, very good. So I've gone with a pack which I'll name for you now. Uh, one speaks to itself for this man, um, uh, Concho. Yeah. I think every team uh, we've played with... Uh, Popular he, choice, you can't yeah, fault that. You no. can't fault that, you monster. He'll be definitely in every... I think everyone spoke highly of him. Yeah, they, they, they know all about club legend. Uh, his uh, scrimmages uh, things. So Concho's with my uh, prop. Two, and a choice of uh, three. Wurzel, very good player in his time. Old lad, yeah. uh, Robbie McGee, not a bad player. I love the battles him and Guff uh, made, and Guff was <laughs> yeah. my other guy. But I played touch last week uh, with Guff and. Um, he was running a show at 10, you know, he's like, he thinks he can drop goals. So. Guff Bajosa, he's yes. still doing it. He's still doing it, so Guff would be my hooker. Yeah. Um, my other prop in, I've played with himself, had a very good prop. I've played with Young Concho, very, very good prop. Uh, but my other prop that I've gone with, uh, could have gone with Die Lloyd, but I didn't. Di, I, I'm glad you mentioned Die because, yeah. um, you know, throwing back to the, to the past, Die Lloyd was an animal. Don't judge him, obviously he's fighting a bit of real health now or not, right? But Dai, yeah. Dai was a monster, he's aggressive, nasty, strong. Strong. Very, a, it turned up with his, two, uh, with his flag in a bow or whatever yeah. he used to drink before games. But he played he well. played absolutely brilliant. Yeah, so he would be my, uh, my choice, which would have gone on to the bench with yourself. But my other prop uh, is Rodri Bay. So my front yeah, yeah. row Shout. is Concho, Gaff, Rodri Bay. Rodri Bay. Set of hands, lovely hands. brain. Yeah, 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 excellent. Got gone into my second rows. Uh, I've gone with a good uh, athletic uh, second row is uh, Chris Everett. 
very, very good player. You know, he played with a few different second rows. But, um, yeah, Chris Everett is one second row. And my other second row, uh, all because of Gus Throwin, you know, the, <laughs> <laughs> we all know about Gus Throwin, so, uh, but he's a good player around the park. I've gone with uh, Matthew Whelan. Played oh, with Whelan with uh, so many years and... Uh, He's a, yeah. he's a good boy, you know. I love playing with Whelan, but he's yeah. really underrated. That front ball, but Lindsay exactly. hard ball. Lindsay, yeah. Because Gaff couldn't hit middle or back, so no. he had to go front ball. But it worked, mate. It worked. <laughs> worked. He's done the job, Whelan, cracking there. Yeah, yeah. So Matthew Whelan was my second. My back row was up for grabs with uh, the number of players I've played with over the years. I've played with uh, Darrell Harvey. He went, he went to a uh, he went to back row, whichever I played. I've played with... Uh, Deckers, yeah, Deckers. played with Jay Davis. Uh, I've played with a lot, a lot of players. Carl Burridge is another oh, yeah, player. Yeah. I've played with a very good player, Ralph Turner, Oof. another uh, outstanding player. And these players were good enough to make any other team. Yeah, just couldn't quite get they in. Didn't, team. They didn't cut you, mustard. They couldn't didn't, get in. Ben Jones is another Fair guy as well. Could shout out very, to Ben. Yeah, very, very uh, good player. But the back row that I've gone with, uh, Ian Embro. Oh, speaks for himself. Speaks for himself. Yeah, 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 exactly. You know, very, very talented uh, player. Big influence on the on the park. Yeah, he's yeah. Everyone looked up to him when he was playing, and then you'd step up your game a little bit again. Uh, he would be my six. My seven would be uh, Matthew Beta. I yeah, think yeah. whoever played with Beta knows he's a good, another good leader. Uh, gets on the park, fit, made his tackles very strong. Uh, very very good player and I've played with him for many of years like uh, with another player now maybe then my number 8 didn't have a long Celtic career but I played with him from Meister Welsh to Celtic and asked Craig only a Duplo oh good shout Pop Don Pete Pop Don boy you're Pop. in the side but he's in the side he's had to make it very very underrated yeah. and a cap cheat didn't he and yeah he did have a Welsh uh, cap yeah. Uh, yeah very very good player strong as an ox I'm liking our back row but yeah, nice balance here. Like uh, su- superb back. I think a like, good shout of a bait as well, because obviously you had uh, Man of Steel over in Tata, ah. and he struggled with his knees. He always had like five Vulcans on each knee, yeah. on each knee rather. But uh, and even when he was with us, he was he probably played eighty percent. But he's still an animal, wasn't he? Absolute animal. I I think uh, the quote of the day would be if he would say uh, knees like spears. But uh, <laughs> there we go, innit? You know what I mean? We've already touched on Beefy today, and he's. Super. Oh, great pack. So, so that would be my pack. Uh, my bench, and uh, if we're going to go to my bench, uh, would be yourself, Adam Humphries, Di Lloyd. Second rows would be Nicky Dimery. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to go for one back row, which would be, which would cover them all, would be Ben Jones. Nice, yeah, yeah. And then I'm going to go with a back who can play a utility back. I've played with a lot of, lot of backs, but I'm going to go with one utility back. Yeah. Cause I'm going to go forward orientated. And that's Ryan Phillips Bart. He oh, had no many yeah, mentions. Yeah. I didn't play with him so loads of years because he went on to bigger things. He went out to Fermara and playing when they were in um, the top league. Like. So uh, he would be, he can play every yeah, yeah. He's aggressive, little scrummer. He's aggressive, yeah, yeah, so yeah. He would be my utility. Well, uh, good shout. Oh, yes, uh, a lovely little squad we've assembled. We are boys. Right, Joe, do you want to take us through your best 15? Buddy? Yes, um, all right. So, to start with the front row, um, I've gone with Roger Bay, a lot of good props over the years, but um, gone with Roger Bay um, and Conch. I couldn't see past Conch, but a couple of contenders for the uh, loose head. But um, hot guy, very privileged to play with Guff over the years. Really committed, leaves everything out on the field. Massive character. Massive character, good leader. But um, in the end, I've gone for Matthew Roberts. Um, oh, when, he yeah, played, um, when he played two games with him, uh, up in Pyle and I think um, Kevin Cribble. Unless he just had two extraordinary games. Um, oh, he's a gifted footballer, Matthew. He got kicks for goal. Good good all round sportsman. That game in Pile, Joe. I, I'm sure I played in the same game. Um, he was kicking for goal, wasn't he? He was That's captain, right. I think. That's right. Or pack leader, something. He was kicking That's for right. goal. He's doing it all in fairness. I, I can. We're looking at someone who makes an impact from that kind of position. You know, I thought I thought Matthew yeah. was up there. Gaff's um, not going to be happy missing out for kicking up. I know. Gaff will have a chance to. Uh, 
to go I think that practice is kicking more than uh, more than his throwing, don't we? <laughs> but um, second rows, um, I look at people like Martin Wheeland, uh, Nicky Dimbley from from back in the day, um, but ultimately I got with Anthony Davis, who we spoke about yeah. earlier, um, and also Ross Powell. Um, <laughs> he was up here. Beef, huge. He was up there first year um, senior. I thought he was um, I thought he was a cracking player in fairness. Um going to the back row. Tough in the back row. Had some amazing back row players over the years. I remember from the when we talked with the treble winning year, the players like Ryan Turner and Decker were like first year youth. Yeah. You know, so that, that's the kind of strength and depth that we had. Uh, but Ryan Ryan Turner made a cut my 15, and then obviously Matthew Beta, number seven. I think he's been in everyone's team so far. Yeah, he's been locked out of Yeah, haven't he? Yeah. Um, I think as my captain, NARD in Embro, um, park leader and captain. Uh, going on to the back row, we had, um, I, I put Smurf in after the last best game. Sorry, this is Dylide is walking through behind us, right? Did he just. Filling the air with noise, shouting <laughs> the Caden, as usual. So, Dai, you're like, but you, you, know, you haven't officially you made, made a podcast, <laughs> but you're, you're on, yeah. Radio. Your time will come, Dai, right? Calm down. Um, yeah, so Smurf, outside half, Luke. I mean, when I was younger, I, even though he's a good mate of mine, unbelievable player. He had all the skills he got now, but Speed. bags of pace to go with me. He used to win the under-meter in school races That's all right, the time. That's right, uh, I, I, the like last time I went to school, he still had a record. Serious? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I don't know what... Uh, Ooh, Sophie, uh, Sophie was flying back in the day, boys. Sophie would be up there. But I'd be interested to see our record. Interested to see our race these days. Yeah. Would win now. Probably Luke Jessup, I reckon. On Wednesday, I went for Grant Ebden. From, uh, he played all his, all his youth rugby, uh, excellent yeah. finisher. Greg Davis. You know, I think Javadi spoke about Greg earlier. He uh, just seemed to score a couple of tries a game. He always had to uh, 10 points in the bag per game. In the centre then, I went for Giovanni and Eddie Thomas. So my thinking there is, with the handling ability of Luke, Gio and Eddie in the middle. And then you got the finishing of Grant and Greg Davis out wide and then finish off hooker. Oh, okay, so you follow back. Uh, Daniel Roberts, Dobbsy. Uh, Dobbsy the warrior. Shout great, out to Dobbs. Great, uh, great rugby brain. I know back, back in the day he had bags of pace as well. Um, so that, that's, that's my team. Lovely job. Lovely stuff. Cheers, Joe. Right, that's it, I think, boys. Both good best 15s in. Thank you very much. Fantastic well, chat. Absolutely. It's, been, uh, it's been great. Boys, absolutely tremendous. That's a tough one to follow. Great. Really enjoyed that fish. Very, very tough. Yeah, fantastic chat. Thank you very much, lads. Happy days. Thank you once again for listening to the show. You will be able to find the Celtic cast every other Monday morning on all of the usual podcast platforms. To find out exactly when it's available on which platforms, please keep an eye on MyStateCeltic's official Twitter, at MyStateCeltic. We really enjoyed all the feedback and questions we got after the last show, so please keep them coming in. And remember, stay humble.